Living with Midweek. Hello, welcome to the podcast Living With Maidley. This is the final midweek episode of the series. We are going to sum up the bonus episodes that we've done. I am one of the hosts. I am Liam, a.k.a. Leroy. And the other one is Andrew, a.k.a. Anderson. Are you there, sir? I'm, I'm here. I'm we always do this. This is fake, isn't it? Like, because we always fake say, news. we talked to each other before. It is fake news. So, like, before we come on, I'll say, all right, mate. Yeah, you ready to roll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'll say, hello. Well, I do it on BlazePod as well, Ben. I'll say, and... Andrew, how are you? He knows because he's already asked. Lies. Yeah, but at least you guys like don't try and put some drama in it. We sort of say, "Are you there?" and we know that they're there. So yeah, it's... yeah. Are you there? Are you there? I, might, I should have just left it and said, "No, no." Uh, right, let's fucking crack on. We've got a lot to get through because we are in the midst of recording our all days of Maidly thing, aren't we? Um, well, so we revealed it before people know what it is. That's supposed to be at the end. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll wanna... so start with the talk. I'll start with it. Um, so what we're going to do over Christmas is do 12 Christmas episodes, Christmas-themed episodes. Um, and, yeah, we're going to try and get 12 of them. It's going to be the 12 days of May late or the 12 Maylays of Christmas. We haven't decided yet we're on the title. You, you decide. December, aren't we? So just as yeah. you're getting in a festive mood, we're gonna, there's going to be some Christmas comedies, some Christmas watch-alongs of a few different things, everything Christmas-themed. So, yeah, if you want to get in a festive spirit, join us for December with Maylay. Yeah, and we're going to be recording one tonight, but you'll not hear it until another month or so. But what, what, just, what just we want to do today, obviously... Just all listening, yeah. You're going very slightly robot again, but it's it's only again. every now and again. It's it's not worth it's re-recording. I don't, I don't know. Right, if, if I, I think it sounds like I've had a stroke or something in the last couple of episodes. I don't know what's going on. Uh, it's a bit like AI. Like you, you'll know more, and I'm using like a robot version of your AI generated. But no, it yeah, is you, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely me. But yeah, sorry about. It. I don't. I don't know what's happening. To be honest with that. Um, internet's like a short circuit. Today, it's one hundred percent. But anyway, uh, let's get on with it. Um, so we've got a lot of stuff. We've got a lot of stuff to get through here. Um, because we we got some. Um, obviously, we did a few uh, call outs and stuff on the Chapel St Leonard Roadshow. But there's a couple of things that we didn't mention. This is a fantastic find from a uh, uh, Blayard's Dem. I think you'd pronounce that. And he found uh, this fantastic clip of uh, Richard Maidley just like easily, seamlessly going into a Romford accent. Oh, oh yeah, well, I basically, I, I talk in two voices. I, I, I do. I'm not putting it on. This is the voice that I grew up with, right, yeah. in, in Romford, Essex. And you say 33,000. I'll say 33,000, darling. <laughs> yeah, marvellous stuff. Is that good, actually? It's- a bit like we've talked about John Barrowman has two accents. He has his Scottish and his American. I, I could believe he could get away with that. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, so thanks for that. I thought, I thought that was fantastic. Um, actually, I've got loads to get through, so I might be going through a bit fast. But uh, Bill in Blade uh, sent us a list of the 60 worst people uh, in Britain at the moment who aren't in prison. <laughs> um, I'm not going to read the top 10 out, but you what, sorry? I've missed that. that. What's that on Twitter? Yeah, that... yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to read out the top 10, but um, they're all Tories, basically, all like current members of the Tory party. So there's not very much debate uh, about it. So we'll not go through that, but I'll just let you know that Richard Maidley popped up at uh, 
number 59. Yeah, well, he's not everyone's cup of tea, is he? So, yeah, we, I, I get that. I think he'd be in the top 60 worst people not in prison and in the top 60 best people not in prison. It just depends on your view. I think, right? I think that's fair. Number 60, Jim Davidson, by the way. Quite quite a good score for him. I thought he'd be a lot higher than that, to be honest. Uh, yeah, Jim, well, you've, uh, you've sorted your life out, haven't you? Yeah, well, I think... Thank you. Hey, Dave, know, you, you did used to look like Jim Davidson. That, that makes no sense. You used According to look like you. Jim Davidson. According to you and my auntie Lorraine, who once said it as well, there were a picture of a Jim Davidson in the newspaper advertising something. She goes, ah, it looks like you. And then I you said it years later. So. I have told you this before. Well, all right. It was yeah, pre just... you saying it. So, yeah, so, you know, there's two of you out there. Both, all you, Lorraine, both begin with L. You know, John, John Virgo wants to be stuck your fur him as well, didn't he, once? Well, I've hosted a couple of episodes of Big Break when and no one still <laughs> knows to this day. Uh, Dave sent us the opening of Mr. Nanny. Obviously, we talked about Mr. Nanny. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. Um, obviously, it, it, we were talking about Hulk Hogan, and uh, he, he says he wrote Mr. Nanny, which he didn't. So another one of his lies. Um, but have you ever seen the intro to this, Mr. Nanny? I don't know if you saw this. Yeah, maybe. Tell, tell me what it is, and I'll see if it rings I mean, it's, not, it's not a trailer. It's the opening. It's, it's just little Gogan on a bike, and this has nothing to do with anything, but right in the background, there is someone throwing a dog forcibly into a lake. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know if I saw it. I think you sent me this. I don't know if I saw it on Twitter, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Well, and is that part of the story, or is that just something no. happening? No, that just happens. It's just in the background. I bet Hulk thinks he wrote that as well, doesn't he? Don't wait for me, brother. Um, on the Maidless Waters episode, by the way, which is something we've really, uh, got, got some more feedback from that one. And said, great episode. And all the issues raised in the documentary, it was good to get clarification from the main man himself that he wasn't wearing his best jeans. And then she said, in, in her mind's eye, the high-waisted, relaxed-fit, mid-blue denim worn loosely with a tucked-in white shirt, smart navy jacket, and brown leather shoes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can't. I'm picturing it as you're describing it. I think that is exactly what he'd wear. It's like, again, it's like that Alan Partridge. He's more Alan Partridge than Partridge at times, isn't he? It's like, he is. Um, what does he describe himself as wearing? It's ice white action flags. I'm sure there's one of these things. Flags. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I think she's right. Yeah, to be relaxed fit, casual, stonewashed maybe. And yeah, definitely a kind of jacket or blazer with it. Yeah, I can, see, I can absolutely see it. Um, Jane's Edge, Jane Stacy or Stacy Jane, as uh, as she's known on uh, Tufty Club, uh, she says she can't lie. She's shocked to hear about our criminal past, and she's not sure if she can uh, continue to supply the pod after these revelations. What what would I? I thought we cut it out where we discussed all the criminal activity. Well, we cut out the the bank heist, but now we um you I nicked a magazine by accident, and you pinch. What did you pinch? Oh yeah, I put something in my pocket, a pound stretcher, and I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know. A diamond ring, I think it was. A di- yeah, a diamond ring. By no, I think it was so. some paracetamol or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, you know, this is this is the life we lead, isn't it? On the edge. Uh, well, Jane obviously also mentioned the, the on the Chapel St. Leonard episode, the first one, uh, don't drink and pod boys, Dostoevsky, laughing. Laugh I like him. I like Dostoevsky. Yeah, that was a bit mental, though, wasn't it? Yeah, well, JP has uh, sort of chipped in as well. See if you know what film this is. I, I knew what I knew straight away. And he's simply quite, he's put a quote out from a film. He's put, anyway, I love those Russian plays. Always full of women staring out of windows, whining about ducks going to Moscow. What film is that from, Liam? Uh, 
something a little bit pretentious. I don't know. Um, mm. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, now with Nell and I. Ah, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Oh, the late great Richard E. Grant is not dead. I ain't seen him in much though recently. Is he still well, doing stuff? Yeah, he's not dead yet, but with the, the curse well, is creeping said, back up. We'll come to well, that. Well, so better than that, actually. Um, I'll get to that in a bit because I've not got it on. I've got it on the list. But in fact, you might have got it on yours. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Uh, Webding said, "Thanks for the vote of confidence in his impressions." Um, he said, "He's glad. He's glad to be mentioned in the same breath, uh, breath as Ronald and Conan, as you called." <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, he said he's not sure that Glacier Hernandez uh, is going to be using the tagline of I don't like cider, but I like this. I don't know. I think that's good. I think I, I actually think that's quite a good marketing. If you don't like cider, you will like this cider. But also, because well, I think we also said if you do like cider, you'll like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, mine and Charles came back in and said 10 minutes of this was just us two advertising a cider that none of us even knew what it was. Absolutely fantastic. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if Glacier's listened yet. Um, but I, I think, I think you'll be seeing him actually when we play Bournemouth. Uh, I think he's coming over for that one. So yeah, um, yeah, that, that's well, yeah, it's one of the, is it the second game I've been to this season. So I'll yeah, see, yes. So so yeah, it'd be good if uh, if he is there for that. So hoping to have a catch up with Hernandez. Yeah, uh, uh, Andrew back. We're talking about the books, obviously. You mean you're talking about the book about the twist where it were a girl? Yeah, uh, yeah, a few people kind of commented on that didn't they yeah and says pennington's 17th summer she thinks she says uh, her class was similarly similarly similar i can't say it similarly shocked at the twist yeah it's done well done well but I mean, but but we've got craig 99 here and dead bat said it was called the turbulent term of tight tyler yeah that that sounds more familiar i mean the character was certainly tight tyler so. yes yeah but uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't so know. Got, maybe, so we, maybe maybe double, maybe the both right, both right, as a uh, fucking Frank Drebin once said. Uh, Deadbat on, on the subject of Deadbat uh, said that uh, Katie Lavelle, who's the uh, other half, hearing you uh, talking about one of your favourite books being The Old Man and the Sea, she said, "Oh no, it's fucking awful." Yeah, and I, I understand why she says that because it is a it is a hard read. It's quite painfully slow, but that's what I think's really clever about it is that. There's not much happening. It, it's, it feels like an endurance test to get through it, and that's kind of what he's going through. So, yeah, yeah maybe yeah. I'm being a bit pretentious there, but I, I thought it's quite clever. It, it feels like a real hard slog, some of the chapters, when he's he's basically just trying to get this massive, I think it's a marlin, back back with him, and it's bits of it are being eaten and by other fish, and it, it just becomes a massive endurance test for him, and, yeah, possibly for the reader too. You know what's funny? I were obviously acting. Um, well, not, I went acting cocky. I've read the books, but obviously I, I like Russian literature and all this. I got back home and I've like got a li- like a lot of books like what I ain't read yet. And the ne- and I just go through them. And the next the next one on the list is Chris Sutton's autobiography. So <laughs> not, not what recommended for you? Yeah, no, no, that, that's the next one I've got. I've actually bought, but I haven't bought it. I think my dad bought it, mate. He's a massive Chris Sutton fan. Don't know why. I think he's hilarious. I can't decide if I like him or not. I've got the kind of Celtic connection, but I, yeah, I find him quite irritating at times. He's all right. He's, all right. Um, he's called George Baldock a diver this week. Um, the Blaze said this might be the favourite podcast he's ever listened to. It's high praise indeed. Uh, he was laughing at you about Wigman uh, when you said he seems to think that's his heir. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I, I still, I'm still not delighted we used his picture, to be honest, but uh, it was what it was, wasn't it? If you're going to go out and about like that, you're uh, and, uh, 
Craigie Boy Bees said uh, he's got into the habit of listening to our podcast with the audio slowed down. He won't need to without fucking many technical problems I'm having today. Uh, we're all slow and nice. But it sounds like we've had a t- uh, 10 pints each on every single pod. Um, I know the Chapel St. Leonard one. It sounds like we've had 15 pints each. I can't think of anything worse than that. I, sometimes when it's in my pocket, it slows down when I'm listening to podcasts. And I, I hate it. I think it sounds awful. So I talk really fast, though. Yeah, may- maybe... Yeah, maybe you sound normal and I just sound slow. Yeah, well, like I say, I'm going. I think I'm going slow today. We've had we've had a lot of technical issues and we're doing a watch along tonight, so I'm a bit a bit concerned. And uh, the last of my comments that I've got on my list is uh, Travelling said on the box set the DVD idea. He said he'd take a box set of the Clarkson Hammond and May era of Top Gear with him, probably Hot Fuzz and or Shaun of the Dead, and then something written by Carl Pilkington for his book. Yeah, I have to say, great shouts all around. Um, there was a, a golden era of Top Gear, weren't there? I know yeah. it, it was so well done because even the stage stuff, there was enough realism in it. It was three blokes genuinely sort of squabbling and mm. kind of part getting on and part despising each other. And yeah, there was certainly a, a point in time where it, I think it's probably the best thing on TV at, at one point in time. Yeah, yeah, fair play. I mean, I've never watched it. I might have all watched it, but obviously can't drive dyspraxia. Yeah, can't drive, won't drive. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, what you got for me, Liam? So we've got, if we move into series series two, episode two of the Chapel one, um, JP got in touch. Uh, best episode yet. Uh, was I the only one who heard Panchero? Panchero first shout, at best band as Balls of Canada. Balls of Canada. Yeah. Which, is, yeah, obviously Boards of Canada. Um, Boards of Canada. Borings of Canada, I think you've called them before. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and also he's put My Life is Brilliant line is sung twice. Is it? Um, my Life is Brilliant. I saw him on a Sunday brunch. My Life is week. Brilliant. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't know that. And also what he's pointing out, and this is a correction on me, is he served in Kosovo, not the Gulf War. So. Ah, you see. Well, I didn't even know. The, I learned something. I didn't know that every person who'd been in the army would class as a veteran. So what, you know, what an idiotic person I am. Yeah, but got it wrong so apologies to mr blunt um tyrone has messaged us enjoyed the relaxed nature of it the music chat was brill surprised to find out how many blockbuster films andrew hasn't actually seen you're not well, a film buff are you you quite see a sort of quirky i've seen two films indie films i've seen three films uh you know threads masters of the universe and liar liar and that's that's the only three films i've, I've ever seen well, the irony being is that is a complete lie, isn't it? Because I've watched yeah. 24-hour party people with you. Yeah, I've watched um, that. No, I, I mean, we might do, obviously, if we ever get this website set up, I think I'll probably put on my top 100 films, and people can judge for themselves what's not in there. I think you should do the same as well, actually, and we'll compare them. But, yeah, I, I'm not a big fan. I don't know why, because I like all of the media. I like books, I like TV, I like music. I'm just not massively into, into films. What you'll that. see... Dear listener, what you will see is when we get this web page up and running, it's it's in progress and it's not a million miles away, but we, hopefully by the time we get to the Christmas episodes, it should be live. Mm. What you will see is how pretentious Andrew is in his film not and true. music choices. Not true. Yeah. You so, you you said my top 100 songs list pretentious. There's some right yeah. crap in there, like got Beach Boys in. There, no, no, but, you've put cool crap. You've not put I the actual put crap. Like you used to love. Uh, Billy, why do you have to play that song so loud? That was a joke. No, you made me listen to that about four times. It's not even that song. It's not even that song. It was fucking uh, 
do you have a boyfriend? You're oh, looking yeah, really cool. <laughs> but that's not, that's not what under songs of all time. If I remember rightly, yeah, you loved the bit where it said, we can spend some time. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that well, you made me listen to that four times in a row. Interpol, yeah. you used to put on all the time. You got me into Interpol because you loved I love it so Interpol. much. Just not cool enough now, though. Not cool enough anymore. It's not about coolness, honestly. Well, but, the list will decide. The reader the will decide. decide. Yeah, because I sent it Adam Foyt, actually. Sheffield Beatles is going to see him as well in December. I think you're coming this time, aren't you, hopefully? My um, name is true, yeah. And uh, he said, yeah, pretty much the same as mine. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Yeah, because he's quite into his sort of cool music status he, as well. Musicians, musicians Union. You know, he's done loads of gigs with the Beatles projects. I've done Living with Maidley theme tune, so both on a level. Is what I'm saying. Anyway, carry I reckon on. before you did your list, you both typed in what music is cool.com. Um, I can't, people are going to be so confused when they read my list and, and it's not. Tears for Fears are in there. Yeah, but again, they're quite quirky. You've not put any of the shit in that I know that you like, that you're ashamed I don't know of. What, well, I'll tell you what, I've got an idea. When we do the website then, I'll put it up and then you put underneath what you think my actual 100 is. Well, I'll cross out the ones that aren't actually your favourites and substitute them for one that I think you do like. So we'll Incredible do that once it's done Anyway, um, come on. And last one on that episode, Berlin Blade, um, friend of the show. Uh, Desert Island Disc, well, Desert Island Band is the Strokes, by the way. So we were talking about if you can only take one band collection to Desert Quite Island. Because uh, they're, they're widely considered to only have one excellent album, although I disagree with that. I think I think the second album might even be as good as the first, and they've done some good stuff after, to be fair. I like a bit of strokes, yeah, I can see where he's coming from. Um, best live band is a Hives, for your information. I can't comment Never on that them. because I don't, I don't even know of them, if I'm honest. Oh, you Probably do. do. Uh, if you wanna... That's a terrible... I've, I'm panicking now, because I, I, I know I, I can... Just listen to it. Right. Uh, put in the Hives. Hives. And then, and i tell you what, it's a great shout. And uh, the one hit wonder is, I think we mentioned it before, Drinking in LA. Yeah. I think you had it on one of yours, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Bran Van Bran at 3000. Um, hi, my name is Stereo Mike. I'd like to do that at karaoke, but I don't know which one of us would do the rap. We'll have to get our mate Jay in to do the rap. Yeah. And we'll have to do the chorus. Like, yeah, yeah, nothing. Absolutely nothing that day. Oh, uh, we did and also, it's absolutely buckets that day. We did pretentious, pretentious music list that day. Uh, he's also put happy to discuss over beers when I'm back at Christmas. So, yeah, I hope, hope so. That'd be good. Um, not sure what games are on. And do you know what? Even if there's not a game that works, let's try and meet up with him for a beer at some point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, comments from the Parry episode. So, yeah. Dead, dead Bat. Uh, <laughs> comment is mid-listen. First comment from Katie Lavelle. Full agreement with... Uh, Mike Parry on the rucksacks, so rucksacks are for menials. Uh, it's for people who have to uh, lug stuff about, she says. Yeah, I'd like to. Uh, what I found funny about this, this is the second comment now where Dead Bat spoke on behalf of his other of his other half. I like. It's almost like she's, I don't know, massively in control, saying, "Just tell him that." Okay. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Uh, yeah, no worries. We've had a comment from Trade the Blade who was asking about a clip that he couldn't find. Well, I tell you what, we, we've got news for you, Trey. Yeah. We sent, um, do you think, we've had this chat before. Do If people have sent us private messages, do we mention them or or not? Should we just say well, some if kind? Want, if they want us to, we'll mention them next time. Like, but if they don't, well, they might they've, want had, to keep... they've had mentions previously anyway. But yeah, because it's private message, I won't say oh, but uh, 
Uh, another friend of the show, actually, a very kind listener, has sent us the clip. So, Trey, you're in for a treat. Here we go. Cheers, that's Samson. It's Danny Kelly on the warm-up. Regretting asking Mike the question, how do you get from Bournemouth to Goodison Park? What happens is you come out of Bournemouth, you go along the West Way, you then head down the, the A27, and then you you see the, um, the sign which says M3. So you go left onto the M3, you're now on the M3 heading up towards the M25. However, being smarter than the average bear, you only go as far as the A34, and you come off the A34, and then you're heading towards the Midlands. Now, the A34, if you stay on it, will take you all the way to Salford in Greater Manchester, which isn't any good if you go to Goodison Park, obviously, but it goes right to the northwest of England, okay? However, again, smarter than the average bear, you then get onto the M40 and then the M42 to go around Birmingham, onto the M6, okay? And by the way, again, if you're smart, you can pay five or six quid on toll, toll road, yeah. toll road and, and get through it much, much quicker than the ordinary M6. It brings you out just shy of Junction 8, which is the A5. You go off left on the A5 and you go along that road there under Ironbridge, which was built by Thomas Telford and all that, then you turn right up the A41 and you're heading to Chester. You then go along that carriageway, you pick up the M53, you go shooting down the Wirral, you go through the Kingsway Tunnel, you then come up uh, on the other side, obviously, on Merseyside, you uh, you go into uh, Everton Valley and onto the, maybe the car park at Sunday Park, you are then a 200-yard walk away from Goodison Park. Easy. How often does this go wrong with roadworks and things, this journey for you? I never do. No, if I go to Goodison now, I'll do the train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brilliant. I mean, you kind of see where it's going, can't you? But it's still, yeah, it's still great. Absolutely superb. And everything he does, I mean, I've been listening to loads of two mics since, to be fair, since we did the episode, and you almost feel like, oh shit, I should have mentioned that. Ah oh, shit, I should have brought that up as well. So I, I often listen to the quizzes. I've heard them loads of times before, but I still listen to them. I just think the parry delivery is great. Um, we got a message from the real Bobby B. Um, he once heard him say he thinks on the two mics back in the day when they were young Fleet Street journos. Uh, he was talking about Carol Malone. Oh, yeah. Women, and yeah. he said she was a very attractive young woman and inferred he'd had a pop. Yeah, we, Matt, the major has tweeted a few things where he's it, this is in the like, I think about 2011, where he said very sexy woman. Um, like and tweeted Carol Malone, and then he said something about uh, she cooked him a meal one morning. So yeah, I think we uh, yeah they're on they're actually on the Jeremy Vine show together not so long ago, a couple of weeks ago. So well, see we, Jeremy we, Vine today uh, getting into bother. No, no, I'm oh, sorry. Just let me finish that bit. So sorry, sorry, in the Middle East, Middle East, <clears throat> Middle East. He yeah. liked her, didn't he? Not even all that long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she's still yeah. got some charm for some. So yeah, maybe maybe Mike Parry was a uh, Maybe there was something happening there. Sorry, what, what were you going to say? You no, know, Jeremy Vine is just, you know, like he likes to get nearly crash on bikes. That's like one of his yeah, hobbies. Yeah. He's done it again. And, um, you know, he's taken into task none other than David Icke. He basically said he's a dickhead. And then Jeremy Vine said, oh, so think you're the son of God, do you? Classic internet war, David Icke versus Jeremy Vine. I'm probably siding with uh, David Icke in that in that war to effect. It pisses me off a bit, old Jezza Vine. Yeah. I don't know that. It's hard. It's like, no, I'm not even going to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to say which is worse out of two horrible things. I'm not going to say it. Um, yeah. And sorry, just finished real Bobby B's comment. Massive fan of Parry since he was on TalkSport with Brazil. Still can't work out if he's parrying himself. Parrying 
parodying himself very mainly like yeah i know exactly what it means we've said that before can he really be serious about all these things but yeah i think you've got to take him at face value um yeah parodying sorry sean so this is what we mentioned previously yet another celebrity death you're responsible for after referencing the charlton brothers so yeah pre pre the death Mm. of the legend bobby charlton we Mm. mentioned the charlton brothers so yeah, it's been it's been a while, but the curse might be back in action. I hope not, because we've got some big hits coming up at Christmas, aren't we? I don't wanna. We could you know, wipe yeah, out like TV, the Christmas TV legends, couldn't we? Over Christmas. Do you want to do twelve episodes? Oh, he's already dead, isn't he? You want to say twelve? I was talking to a kid at work, by the way, who absolutely loves uh, Howard from lots <laughs> of the summer wine. No way. Honestly, I loves it. I said, oh mate, uh, we do this podcast, and he put him in a. Uh, to get rid of because oh, he's, he's hilarious. He's like, because yeah, he says he's a loser. He goes, yeah, but that's his character. As well, I'll, I might I'll have to get him on. We have a big argument about that. Weasel. Um, yeah. Nav, I mean, there's friend of the show, and then there's Nav in there. To be fair, mm. always retweets, always comments. Uh, legend. He was talking about Mike Parry, and he says, his sporting hero is Mike Tyson. When someone points out Tyson misbehaving in the ring, Parry replies, it's what you expect from all boxers. I presume that's like biting ears and things, which yeah. you don't actually. But, no. uh, and I love this. He said in 2001 that he would swim the English Channel if Tim Henman won that year's Wimbledon. I remember him getting really nervous when Henman got to semi-final. <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever feel like Henman were going to win? I, I did actually. Yeah, yeah, that that year. Did you? Is that was, when he lost to uh, the Croatian dude? Uh, yeah, the big server, and he was Goran. What's his Steven name? Isovich, was it? That's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. But yeah, he was. Uh, he was up, weren't he? And he was playing really well. And then I think Rain stopped playing. Yeah. He came back next day and, and he was a bit more refreshed. And yeah, I was good for him. I know he's kind of become a bit of a, not a figure of fun, because I think he, he had a successful career, but he's become and like then, a symbol of not achieving. But I, I yeah. thought I really liked him, Edmund, and, and I thought he played quite a, a valiant style. It just didn't work. Come on, Tim. I used to hate that. I hate Tiger Tim. But that's, none of this is his fault. Come on, Tim. No, I think he's just a, a nice guy that. Yeah, just weren't quite good enough at that high level. I often, but get yeah. up, I often get him mixed up with Jonathan Edwards, you know, the former long jumper. I don't know why. Mm, yeah, I can, I can see what you mean, but gave up God as soon as he got his gold medals. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah as, as he landed in the sandpit. As he landed, it. he got his goals, put rods up, then it's at sky. And uh, yeah, no, he did. He, he was a master Christian. Then once he retired, he. He, um, yeah, I thought, he I thought he were on Songs of Praise and all sorts of stuff. British, unless I dreamt that, which would be one of the weirdest dreams of all time. Uh, carry on talking, I'll have a look as we're... Uh, well, last one it. I've got, actually, is from Cappy, who said, I get tempted to try the cinnamon thing way too often, obviously in reference to Mike Parry's phenomenal cinnamon challenge. I'd like to try it. I think I would die. But, I mean, we used to have peppers, didn't we? Um, oh, sorry, chilies. Remember when we played FIFA, and if you lost, you had to have a, a hot chili. Yeah, yeah, there's some weird stuff like that, didn't we? But yeah, um, yeah. I think it'd kill me because obviously I have I have asthma and airways aren't great. I genuinely think it would kill me. So at least no, your heart's working, you know. Uh, you, what is it? He always says he's, he's got he's a third already, of a working heart, hasn't he? Third of a working heart, yeah. Um, I can't find anything. I know my personal life. The religious beliefs, 2007. Uh, he said that. It may seem odd. He's lost. Yeah, he's lost his faith. Yeah. When did he win the gold? Faith. He. Not, uh, not well, in 2007, he was still uh, a Christian, and then in an interview in 2012, just after the last medal he won, actually, he said he's lost his faith. 
That's yeah. it's weird, isn't it? So he's he's a believer when he needs when he needs God on his side for his jumping, and then he's turned his back once he's landed in the sand. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure what I think about that. Anyway, that is that because we need to move on to record, and my connection is fucking awful. So Liam's got some big editing to do today. Uh, don't know what's going wrong with that. So apologies if there's any shit going down. You will be hearing this episode, well, you, you'll know because you're already listening, but you'll be hearing yeah. this probably on Thursday, I would think, if you're one of the straight-in listeners. Um, we've already mentioned it. We are now going to record the second instalment of one of our Christmas episodes. We need to get mm-hmm. in front with them. Should we should we tease with some of the episodes, or should we keep them all under the hat, under the Christmas? Well, the, the, only, the first two. The first two. Well, in fact, we can announce the first, because it's going to be the next episode. And the first one we're doing is... The double header, the office Christmas specials. Yeah. Which is probably the the biggest episode, isn't it? It's it, like you say, it's a double episode. We've done it all in one, so it's probably the longest one. We wanted to get that one in the bag, in the can, early doors. So yeah, that's already recorded. <laughs> some some marvellous content, isn't it? It's unbelievable. Uh yeah. So uh yeah, check that check that out. That should be out first of December, or but it will be out first of December. Yeah. Uh we're gonna record another one now, which is a cartoon and animation, probably the biggest animation of the eighties. Um, I'd say. I'd I'd hazard I guess that. So um yeah, yeah join us then. Thank you. Thank you, newly if uh, anyone wants to get in touch with us, send us anything, find us on Twitter at livingwithmade1, or you can send us an email at livingwithmadely at outlook.com. Living with-